First time, long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? I am Richie Barone, and I'm here once again with you, my boy, Tommy Fitzgerald. How you doing? Doing well, Richie. Doing well. We are in the midst of a series against the Chicago Cubs. We've owned these guys forever. They got a win last night. Uh, we're taping this before Noah against Arietta tonight. Quick prediction. I think Sindengard comes back strong. He's throwing gasoline again. Goes eight innings, three hits, one run. It's going to be a stupid home run from that Rizzo idiot. And uh, we end up winning the game. What do you think? I'm with you, kid. I'm right on board. I'm right on board with that. And what have you felt about the last week for the Metropolitans? Yeah, I mean, last time we spoke, we were talking about the All-Star game, which is near and dear to my heart. And uh, ever since then, the Mets have had a very Mets start to the second half of the season. They're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, When they win, you feel like you could do anything. Start a business, get in shape, talk to a girl without her threatening to call the police, anything. Then they lose, and you feel like the season's over. All you can do at that point is is sit there and talk about how if Terry played Wilma Flores, the team would have won. And it's true. He sits good old Billy Flowers way too much for, uh, for my liking. Uh, you know, the kids are Venezuelan Dan Murphy, and he needs to be let out of his cage each and every day. Yeah, I agree, kid. Wilma's really hitting. He's becoming the new Joe McEwen. Now he's playing first base as well. All I know is that Wilma responds to competition. They bring in Reyes. All of a sudden, Wilma starts turning it on, starts hitting... This is like in softball when our buddy Cliff brought down Ralphie from the firehouse. Big FDNY, big shot. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Allegedly played at Nationals. Well, damned if I do. Did I go out there and throw a gem? And Ralphie's been playing third base ever since. So don't come on my mound. And I feel like Wilma's saying the same thing with Reyes. He is. He's trying to. But, uh, you know, uh, the boy Terry the Lawn Gnome won't let him in the lineup. And uh, I, f- I feel for Wilma, thoughts and prayers, hanging there, kid. Uh, you know, He's getting, he's getting kicked out of the lineup like we're getting kicked out of bars each and every week. That's what you call a segue. Uh, and this week, we, we have another new bar sponsor. Um, let me explain. So last week, we tried a new bar. And surprise, surprise, it did not work out. First, Tommy wore a t-shirt there, which we said was a big no-no off the bat since it was a classy place. I wore an IZOD button-down, one of those fancy IZOD button-downs but got way too drunk on Miller High Life's, made a bet with a guy about whether or not the Republican uh, vice president nominee was related to Hunter Pence, because his name's Mike Pence. I thought it was a no-brainer. Turns out he's not. And then since I don't take losing well, and uh, I have trouble expressing myself emotionally, I noogied him until he was bleeding out of his skull. So we got kicked out, and uh, we're moving on to a new bar. I mean, what would you think of the bar we were in? Yeah, I tell you what, Richie, I'm not mad at you. Mike Pence, Hunter Pence, Penske Automotives, all the same. They got moxie. They got moxie. Shout out to the Republican Party. All in all, I'm glad we got out of that haunt, Richie. Where are we this week? Yeah, you know, I I couldn't agree more. I'm glad we got out of that, too. Looking back, hindsight's uh, 50-50. So that said, we're at a new bar, one where guys can be guys without getting kicked out by the PC police. It's called the Grand Slam Sports Bar in Belmore, and it's probably the best place we've been to yet. Uh, all the waitresses dress up like sexy baseball players. 
The ball looks like a dugout, which I really enjoy, and the bouncer is dressed like an umpire. Really tickles all the senses. Uh, I'm hopped up sexually, I want to watch a game, and I feel like I'm part of a game because the guy who throws me face first into a parking meter when I get a little lippy is dressed as an umpire. So, you know, really can't go wrong there. Once again, it is the Grand Slam Sports Bar in Belmore. Uh, Tommy, what have you thought of it? I tell you what, kid, Grand Slam, great place. They got the signed Craig Biggio ball right behind the bar. May I remind you, Long Island's own Craig Biggio. Shout out to Smithtown. And all they play on the jukebox is jock jams, soundtracks from old movies, and the classic NFL films music. So when they had the soundtrack from a league of their own going there last Friday, I was uh, sowing my wild oats, if you will, Richie. So shout out, of course, to Grand Slam. Great spot. What's your favorite song off uh, the Jot Jams uh, CD? When they play the uh, Come On and Slam, If You Want to Jam, I like that one. That's a good one. That that one gets you bopping in your seat. I like, personally, I like the Y'all Ready for This? Do, 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 boop, 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 boop. Yeah, that's the one where I usually, you know, I do the most damage on the dance floor. But anyway, uh, enough about Jot Jams. We could sit here and talk about 90s dance music all night if you let us. We're going to talk about our upcoming schedule. Uh, we've got Cologne versus this kid Hendrix on the Cubs coming up tomorrow. And uh, I'll tell you, Bartolo's one of those guys who shows up to the bar with a girl who's a 6 and then talks to you like she's a 10 until you actually believe she's a 10. That's how he approaches pitching. Most people can't be uh, 100 pounds overweight, throw one pitch, and make the all-star team. Not even on our softball team. Uh, but this guy does it, and because of that, I believe in anything. You know, he's got he's got a, a game against a kid, Hendricks, like I said, who I'm pretty sure stinks. And my rule of thumb for determining that is that I've never heard anyone talk about this kid on ESPN Radio. So if I don't hear it there, I just assume you're garbage. What do you think of the matchup, Tommy? I'm with you, kid. And ever since the Colin Coward left ESPN Radio, all downhill from there. Shout Rest out in to, peace, Colin. Shout out to Colin, as as always. I tell you, though, interestingly enough, this Hendricks kid has always pitched better at home, continues this year, 1.50 ERA in home games, and then allegedly the guy went to Dartmouth, so he's this fancy boy. Well, here's the news for you, kid. Bartolo went to the school of hard knocks and two-seamers. So how do you like them apples, Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he can go to all the Dartmouth he wants. Uh, I went to Adelphi University, and I bet I'd still beat him if we were playing Jeopardy one-on-one or that Words with Friends on the, on the app on the iPhone, all right? You know, school's overrated. Kyle Hendricks is overrated. And because of that, I think it's a guaranteed win. I think we've just, in a roundabout way, arrived at the fact that Bartolo is going to crush it tomorrow against this fraud that went to some fancy boy school and never gets talked about on ESPN Radio. So uh, what's the next game we got coming up? Hit me with it. Yeah, absolutely, kid. We get an off day Thursday, and we got our boy, Logan Verrett, against Adam Conley on Friday. And it's interesting, Richie, this Conley guy has only given up one earned run about 16 innings pitched against the Mets over the last two seasons. So I I have to say he's kind of got their numbers so far. They're only hitting a cool 174 off this guy. Hopefully uh, the small sample size averages out, if you know what I mean. But Logan Verrett will oppose him. He was just fine against the Phillies, giving up two runs over six innings and keeping them in the game. And when I think of Logan Verrett, I think of the old saying for blue-collar guys like you and me, a fair wage for an honest day's work. You know, you're very optimistic about this Logan Verrett kid. I am not thrilled about this game. 
you know, here's one where I may get to Grand Slam Sports Bar a little early and start taking shots of Fireball with Carly, uh, my favorite waitress, who I think is pretty into me. I can't watch the Mets go down a path where they let a guy named Logan slam the brakes in the momentum train any longer. Because we got him winning with Cologne. That would be a, uh, you know, uh, at least a one-game winning streak, depending on what happens tonight. And watching this Logan Verrett, it's, it's like going to a vegan barbecue. You know it's going to suck, but if you have to go, you just hope something good happens, like someone accidentally ordering a pepperoni pizza or stepping on an entire ant colony while everyone looks on horror. Uh, you know, I don't feel good about the game. I can't say it enough. Uh, we need this one in Miami since those Spanish-speaking tropical fish are somehow in the hunt for a damn wildcard spot. And uh, I don't know if the boy Logan's up to the task, but, you know, what are you going to do? Terry uh, won't take him out of the rotation. Absolutely. We'll see what's going on with our boy Logan. And then we head head to Saturday, Jake DeGrom against the kid Fernandez. And Fernandez, very good at home. But I tell you, Richie, I think we disagree a little bit here. I don't care if Bob Gibson's on the mound against Jake DeGrom. My man's been lights out. He made the Phillies look like the 72 Metropolitans on Sunday. Also, and a man's man doesn't need all the theatrics like this guy Fernandez. Fernandez, great pitcher. But every time he strikes someone out, he acts like he won a 67 Cadillac at halftime of the Long Island Nets game. Act like you've been there before, Christ Almighty. Shout out to the Long Island Nets. Uh, I miss you guys. Dr. J. Wish you didn't move to uh, New Jersey and then Brooklyn afterward. A lot of moving. Uh, But, you know, I don't disagree with you when we're talking about the fact that DeGrom is a stud. I'm going to blame this on the person I blame most things on, and that's Terry Collins. Because, of course, Terry screws up the rotation out of the break and puts Jason DeGrom, who, for all intensive purposes, is our best pitcher right now, up against Cuban Jesus. Uh, the guy who struck out 500 batters faster than anyone ever. Okay, Tom Seaver, Matt Harvey... Doc Gooden, Nolan Ryan, that's about all the pitchers I know. He got to 500 strikeouts faster than all those guys. Uh, I don't really want to put our best up against that. I would rather have Logan Verrett up against him, wave the white flag, and move on. Uh, But in any case, it should be a good matchup. I hope we could hang on and get to the Marlins' pen and then have Familia close it out because God knows he's rested since Terry didn't play him at all during the All-Star game. Yeah, I know you're not happy about that in the All-Star game, so not ideal. Game 7 of the World Series, we're going to be playing in some AL Jabroni ballpark. Oh, it's horrific. I mean, I have way too much respect for the All-Star game. If I was the manager, I would have I would have put him out there for a five-out save. Uh, and even if we didn't have a save opportunity, I would have put him out there for at least two innings just to give some of the people in San Diego a taste of what it's like to have a good close on their team for once in their life. I'm with you, kid. I'm with you, kid. And we finish up. With the fish on Sunday, Stevie Matz against some guy named Urena. I don't know this guy. And I tell you what, Stevie pitched well against the Cubs, but made one bad pitch to a guy named Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo. And I, I tell you, certainly not the first or last time a guy from Long Island will be hurt by a guy named Rizzo, usually for gambling debts of some kind. I think Steve-O is rubbing the icy hot in his elbow because our training staff is basically Nick Riviera from The Simpsons. So props to Stevie for keeping himself healthy because we know that our training staff's a bunch of quacks. Yeah, I mean, this guy Urena, I think we're going to Urena on his parade uh, during the last game of this series. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, you saw what I did there. Uh, you know, Stevie's had some trouble lately, and what I would do, because I only think about what I would do in every situation 
is that he needs to act like me when I got shot down after wasting all my happy face stickers on a girl who's being a tease at the body barn. I get obliterated drunk, but then pick myself back up, grab a train ticket out east for next weekend, uh, and snag a new roll of happy face stickers. At the barn and in baseball, it's all the same. You have to have a short memory. Uh, I think this kid is a warrior for pitching with a bone spur, which until now, admittedly, I didn't know what that was. But my buddy's telling me at work, he says it's like having a pebble in your shoe if you wore shoes on your elbows, which really freaked me out. I can't imagine what that's like for the kid Stevie Matz. So uh, shout out to Stevie Matz, thoughts and prayers. And irregardless of how you pitch, we got you back here on First Time Walk Time. Of course, Stevie Matz always has a place on the first time, long time mantle, Long Island's own Stevie Madsen. And we'll segue to our storyline segments, bringing four storylines each and every week. And what do you got first, Richie? We got Conforto. He's back. The, uh, my boy, Mr. Italian, back in the lineup here. We'll see what he could do. I mean, uh, he went down, and apparently Paul Wecky was hitting better than him, which was a red flag, but apparently they didn't care because he's back. I hope he's ready to go. If he's hitting for us again, I could care less what he did in the minors. A hot Conforto is almost like getting uh, a star player at the deadline or like a like a fresh bag of uh, the Zeppelis from one of those fairs. It's just just unbelievable, a real blessing. And, uh, you know, it, it's just great to have this guy on your team all along because uh, I think he's a great hitter. I think he's a star hitter. And, you know, it's, it's like a built-in trade is what I'm trying to say that we uh, – the Michael Conforto coming back up. I'm with you, kid, and hopefully he'll be able to work it out. And here's hoping he adjusted a few years ago like Dano was when they sent him down. And, of course, Conforto down to Vegas may or may not have mixed in a trip to the Spearmint Rhino, which I've been told has been known to cure some ales. But I've had Conforto's back all along. I think it'll be dynamite from here on out. Hopefully Terry plays him every day and plays him against the left-handers. Well, I wouldn't hold your breath there. Otherwise, I think you'll pass away because Terry is, as we always say, a very bad manager. Um, I can't stress it enough. But I'm with you. I hope he plays against lefties because, you know, otherwise he's going to be forced into into becoming one of those uh, stupid platoon players, like the kind that end up on the, the Tampa Bay Rays forever. But, uh, you know... <laughs> I mean that's that's the last thing I want for this kid. I can't I can't see him. I can picture it now. He's probably screaming over uh, over a big Italian dinner. He's asking people to pass the pecorino romana, and there and just screaming about how he's not getting play against lefties. So I feel for him. Uh, welcome back, and uh, you know do your best out there, kid. Shout out to Mike Conforto back from Vegas, and our second storyline: Jose Reyes. Playing every day, and I, I tell you, Richie, this one's this one's tough on me. I appreciate having Jose back. I think he helps the offense, obviously, but he's got a cool 273 on base percentage currently, and has played in every game since returning. I know they're trying to get him back into the swing of things, but maybe sit the guy every once in a while, especially with Wilma hitting the way that he's hitting. Am I off base here? I'm a little conflicted on this, because on one hand, I like him in the lineup, because I can pretend it's 2006 again which is when my Nextel ringtone business was thriving. Uh, I also like doing the Jose chant, the Jose, 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 Jose. Uh, you know, it took me a while to get back in the groove there when I went to the last game. I hadn't done it. I was clapping on the wrong beat and everything, but, you know, I've since figured it out. 
Um, and on, on the other hand, I agree that he should sit down and that the only reason he's playing every day is because Terry hates Wilma Flores and will do whatever it is to destroy him, whatever he needs to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, Wilma was moved on the field to tears. They tried, They said, hey, we're going to trade you. Then they said, hey, we're not going to trade you. Then they're like, hey, it's your starting job. And then, hey, we brought back this guy for nostalgic purposes. I mean, what's the deal if you're Wilma? I mean, he's he's getting a lot of mixed signals. It's like, a, you know, it's like someone in one of those Tinder relationships. You get a text off the bat. Hey, I want to hang out. Then you don't get a text for three days. Then you get a text right after again. You don't know where you stand. And uh, I've been there before. It's really rough. And, uh, you know, what what can you say? Wilma's getting screwed. I hear you on the Tinder thing. Every time I'm on Tinder, I, I run into some middle-aged woman who needs a muffler replaced or her, her driveway getting rid of the snow out of a driveway. And I said, look, I, I don't think you're using this correctly. I and mean, this is not the Craigslist. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, if, if people aren't going to be as tech-savvy as us and use Tinder for the correct things, which is, you know, obviously uh, naked dating, then they should, they should get off and get back on the Craigslist. But, you know, that's, uh, that's a whole other podcast. That's our Tinder podcast where we talk about how everyone's not using it right and how we're the best at it. Uh, I guess we'll get into that another time. Maybe we'll do a Tinder episode and throw it on here for you guys. But uh, for now, we'll jump from Jose Reyes playing every day over to our next storyline. The Mets hate scoring runs. They hate it. They're not a big fan. Uh, They kind of look at runs the same way Johnny Manziel looks at sobriety. Yuck. Who needs it, right? Uh, That was was one that I wrote uh, with Jay Leno in mind. He would have done that one. And then, uh, you know, they're kind of like that, but in all seriousness, they're kind of like that guy with a flat tire who won't change it because he, was pay- he wasn't paying attention during the, uh, that lesson in his trade school, and now he's embarrassed. Make a change. Pull over. Fix the tire. You know, you know we, we need runs, and we need them yesterday. So get a big bat in there like a Trout, a Stanton, uh, a Rondo, a Big Pappy. We have the pieces. Get it done. There's no reason why this team shouldn't be scoring runs. I tell you, Richie, let's think outside the box. This is why they keep me around for ideas like this. So they're allegedly putting our boy Mike Piazza, shout out to the God, the G-O-D, the Mets Messiah, Mike Piazza, into the Hall of Fame and all this weekend. So that's, that's all good and well. But how about this? What if they brought him back? Strong bat off the bench. Maybe have Sandy at the Hall of Fame. Give him a quick physical. I tell you, the guy's still in shape. I mean, the hairline... The hairline's not, not all there for Mike, you know, but I'm sure he's living well. He's getting his runs in, doing some lifting, sleeping with an ex-Playboy playmate. I mean, the, guy, the guy's still a baseball player, am I right? I mean, whatever hair he has left, I am happy to go out and get a bottle of sun in from my local CVS, get it back to being blonde. We'll turn this, we'll turn this into 2000 all over again. Uh, I love the... And they're in Chicago. Yeah, I know. I love the idea. We'll just take him right back on the team, have him come off the bench. I mean, you know, I don't care if Mike Piazza is 32 or 52. You're going to be quaking in your boots when Jimi Hendrix starts playing and this guy lumbers up to the plate with a Mizuno bat, which I'm pretty sure no one swung since he retired. I mean, I don't even know, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's all Louisville Slugger and Easton now for these these new stupid hitters. But, uh, you know, he'll roll up there old school with a Mizuno. And just just crack a bunch of balls out of the yard. I would I would take Mikey P back in a heartbeat. Plus, great mentor for Conforto. It's kind of like the um, you know Dominican players mentor Dominican players, Puerto Ricans mentor Puerto Rican players, American players mentor American players. 
And Mike owns part of an Italian soccer team. He mentored the Italian baseball team uh, when they were playing in the World Baseball Classic so that they didn't embarrass themselves, which they still did, but he did his best. And uh, he'd be a great guy for Conforto to look up to so that he could turn into the next Piazza. 100% kid. Shout out to Mike Piazza, as always, giving him a lot of props for his Hall of Fame induction this weekend. Our fourth storyline, what's up with the Dudamon? Oh, man, you fresh off, Tommy didn't want to tell anyone. He took a trip to Jamaica. He comes back. He's, uh, you know, he's speaking like one of the locals. He's, he's been eating those beef patties in Penn Station. It's taken a while to get him back uh, on New York time and acclimated here. The Dudamon, though, I don't know. You don't hear much about this guy because James Loney, who has been aces for us, is taking over. Uh, if Duda does come back, though, I hope he gets in one of those grooves where he hits like 30 home runs in two days. Then we could go back to using Loney. All right? I'm, I'm pretty much off the Duda train, except for if he's going to come back and have one of those, those outbursts. Yeah, I, when you talk about Jamaica, I, every time I go to the Mets games, I talk about that Ben Stiller movie, The Along Came Polly, and I say, hey, Duda, do you scuba? You know, and people people around me, there's usually like one or two guys that get a laugh, and I say, I point at him, I say, this guy, this guy knows what he's talking about. That one guy makes all the difference, because otherwise you'd retire the joke, but you're not going to do as long as you get one, you're not going to keep, you're not going to stop doing it. Still sticking with it. Sticking with it. Here's the, here's the Ben Stiller movies. Uh, as far as Duda, the guy can legitimately carry the team for two weeks at a time. Won't spend too much time on it. He's got a broken back. Wishing that he gets back quickly and healthy. And we head to our next segment of the show, the awards segment of our show. What do you got, Richie? Uh, the first award of the week is the I Hate Success Award, and it goes to Terry Collins for sitting Wilma every time he does well. Did it again yesterday after he uh, mashed a home run on Monday, which was unbelievable to me. So, Terry, uh, you get an award from me every week um, based on how much I hate you. And this week's award is the I Hate Success Award. Goes to Terry Collins. Uh, Tommy, hit us with one. Just, just piggybacking off what you got there, Richie, in terms of, of with Terry, I think he's just confused that Eric Campbell's not with the team anymore. He's, he's so used to, to penciling Eric in. You know, you gotta get you gotta get soup hitting a cool two ten in the lineup every day, and now he can't do it. So I think I think he's just confused. Eric's like the son he never had, and uh, you know, I would I would be very upset if I had to send my son to the minors every few weeks. So uh, must be hard to be Terry. But yeah, I mean, the guy if he doesn't have John Mayberry Jr. in the middle of the lineup, uh, he he has no idea what to do with himself. So shout out to Terry for being clueless. Our next award. The Hide Your Wife Award to Chris Bryant. I had the game on yesterday, and my wife sauntered in to catch a bit, and she was awestruck by this guy, Chris Bryant, started talking to me about his eyes. I started looking at the screen. I said, you know, he's a good-looking guy, but I almost started getting nervous. You know what I say, Richie? I don't think Chris is in the market for a 47-year-old former waitress, but I was legitimately intimidated. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, there's a few things that, that Chris Bryant will never be that you already are. First... A great t-ball coach. Second, a PTA parent, even though you were kicked out of that pretty quickly. And third, uh, I don't think that he'll ever win the bench press contest you have every year in your backyard at the barbecue uh, during Memorial Day, mostly because he's never going to show up at it. But even though it's a technicality, still never going to win it. So don't worry. Uh, you and Rhonda are going to be just fine. It's just a little crush, and uh, Chris Bryant's coming nowhere near your property. 
Yeah, 315, the new record, Chris. I'll see you in the backyard. What do you got for us, Richie? The next award I got is uh, the This Kid is a Class Act Award for Brandon Nimmo. Uh, old school guys were pleasuring themselves vigorously, according to our social media manager, Gene, because uh, of Nimmo's attitude when he was sent down. Apparently, the, I mean, he was just, he was almost thrilled to go down. I don't even understand what's going on. Uh, and I'm an old school guy, but, you know. I, even I was a little shocked at how excited he was just, you know, for the opportunity to sit on the bench and wither away while Terry Collins played Alejandro de Aza. Uh, but, you know, maybe if guys like Eric Campbell showed this level of humbleness, they'd stick with the big club the way Brandon will one day. You know, something to think about, Eric. I agree with you. I mean, if Goose Gossage sees us, we're going to have to get the guy a cold compress uh, or maybe an ice bath of some kind. I mean, Brandon Nimmo, you know, talk about a class act. Classy guy that Brandon Nimmo, always a smile on his face. Big fan of Brandon Nimmo. Nemo or Nimmo? Uh, it's, for, the, for the kids, it's Nemo because the fish thing. For us, it's Nimmo. Uh, I don't think he cares either way because he just got sent down and he was smiling all the way back to Vegas. So you can call him whatever you want. You can call him Brandon Jones for all I care. Shout out to Brandon Jones as we finish, as always, with our Mark Carrig Tweet of the Week. And Mark, we're... we're we're shouting at you. You know, we're holding up a flare. We're, we're out at the boat. Save our ship. We'd love to have you on. You're a beautiful man. Very good at your job. The Mark Carrick Tweet of the Week Award. He tweeted yesterday. During the game, Wilma Flores, fresh out of witness protection, singles to center. First two Mets reach base in the second. So obviously, Wilma Flores was not in the witness protection program, but this is Mark being facetious, spot on sarcasm. I love it, Mark. Yeah, I mean, I wish he would come on because this tweet, I mean, <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having Gene print this one out for me. I'm going to put it in a little frame on my desk. It's just perfect because Wilma's not playing. Mark knows it. Everybody knows it. I mean, uh, this guy is the voice of the people. He's got the pulse at all times. And uh, he is hoping that he comes on first time, long time because he'd fit in like an absolute uh, glove. Okay? So, uh Shout out to Mark. Shout out to us for making great awards. I'm just going to pat ourselves on the back real quick there. And then that moves us on to our D block. Uh, we're doing a new segment today called Good Job, Terry. Um, because Terry does, uh, it, it's a sarcastic thing. It's not actually a good job by Terry. But we wanted to give it a shot. So, uh, Tommy, do you have a good job, Terry? Of course. I'll, I'll hit lead off here. Good job, Terry. Sources say you forgot the Werther's Hard Candies when it was your turn to bring them. Sources tell me that Terry and Jay Horowitz alternate between bringing the Werther's Candies in. They're both older, older gentlemen, not doing the chewing tobacco like most Major League Baseball men. They have the Werther's. Terry puts a nice Werther's in his mouth. He smells like an old man. He looks like Matt Locke. He's just completing the trilogy. And apparently he blew his turn. So very selfish on Terry's part. Terrible. Uh, good job, Terry. You took a World Series team and turned them into the same team they were last year when John Mayberry was hitting in the, in the middle of the order. Thanks a lot. And uh, I, I'll throw another good job, Terry, in just because it's our first time doing it ever. I got really excited. Good job, Terry. You lost to Ned Yost again in the All-Star game, probably because you played none of our players. So even if we make the World Series, we won't have home field advantage. Thanks a lot, Terry. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, good job, Terry. You've decided to run for vice president with Donald Trump. Wait, wait, that's not, that's a, that's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. I mean, he does kind of look like that Pence guy since we found out he has no relation to Hunter. Uh, the Pence guy's got the white hair with the weird comb over. 
Uh, he's he's one of two steps. He looks like Terry Collins in his 30s. He looks like a young Terry Collins, that Mike Pence guy. And I bet Terry loves chilies. Who doesn't love chilies, though? I mean, yeah, it's a, that's a stupid question. The, the baby back ribs. And they've, they've rebranded themselves. Uh, I was reading in the paper now that they're going for this audience, like this nostalgia. They have a commercial that looks like that Days and Confused movie. So that's really exciting. Uh, Chili's is no longer a place where you could sing about the baby back ribs. It's, it's more of like a, you know, it's, it's one of those places where you can go, drink, pay the tab if you want. Don't pay it if you want. They'll still be there. They're like your friends. So uh, shout out to Chili's. Shout out to the vice president of the United States or the future vice president, Terry uh, Mike Pence Collins. And uh, that'll about do it for us today on First Time Long Time. Thank you once again for listening. If you haven't already, please go on iTunes and subscribe, leave a review. We love that. Uh, you know, we, that's how we keep uh, the lights on over here. And uh, if you want to get in touch with our social media manager, Gene, who will relay your message to us, Hit us up on Facebook at First Time Long Time, on the Twitter at MetsFTLT, and on the Gmail at FirstTimeLongTimePod at gmail.com. You know, maybe we'll start taking calls soon if enough of you are interested. You know, we'll see what happens. All right? And uh, have a good one. Let's go Mets. Yeah, hey, fellas. This is Chris from New Hyde Park. First Time Long Time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time. <laughs>